Welcome to A to Z podcast, which is Adrian and Chloe. We're the best of friends and have been for the last 22 years with a zest for life. We're here to entertain, provoke thoughts and discuss topical topics. We aim to bring a balance of fun, entertainment and serious topics. We also want to create discussion outside of the podcast. Topics that you can discuss, share, agree and disagree with your friends and family. And don't forget to look out for our In Conversation episodes with guests. Enjoy! Enjoy! Hello, Zoe. Hello, Adrian. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. You? Now, we have a very, very quiet guest today, but uh, we'll introduce her in, in uh-huh. a, short, a short period of time. <laughs> we, For those of you watching on YouTube, we have had like the most riotous half an hour leading up to... So I hope it's as entertaining when we actually get into what we're doing. But So, yeah. So... Um, Shanice is joining us very shortly, even though she's here. I don't know why I'm saying she's coming on late. So you can say hello to her, it's a bit rude. Hi! Isn't it? Oh, no, she's gone now. <laughs> Hi, Shanice. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. Well, we might regret it later, I'm sure, but um, <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> so we're, we're going to do a little intro with you um, in a minute, and um, then the whole thing is about you. And I know you're show. You'll hate that, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is uh, LGBT History Month, um, Zoe. It is. it is, it is. And we wanted to furnish our furnish. I don't think that's the right word, is it? Educate. Invest. Educate. Invest. Our listeners with knowledge some, with some knowledge of um, some kind of key dates. So I think you've got a little timeline, haven't you? There, that a little timeline. Just... Look at mm. me. Mm. A little post-it note, which is actually quite a big post-it note. But there we go. Mm. Is, uh, it, so is it like started... one big post-it note, or? Well, I think it's from one of the. It's from my block table note notelets. Bit more information than you require, but so it's not, actually, you anyway. it's not actually a post-it note then. Not actually a post-it note okay. at all. Just, but, you know, just the <laughs> Uh, this is so much more interesting when you're listening as a listener <laughs> like being part of it's just painful isn't it yeah i know so sorry so sorry uh so in tell 18... me more about the post-it i'll, do, I'll go back to the post-it now i'm gonna do the timeline off the post-it now <laughs> so 1895 oh. uh, which is a long time ago uh, oscar wilde was put on trial for being uh homosexual acts Oh. And then in 1951, so quite a long time afterwards, you do the math. Uh, years, roughly. Yeah, it was the first reassign- gender reassignment surgery, oh. male to female. Not on me. I would like to just point out that's not on me. <laughs> <laughs> not on you? No, you're not that old. Yeah. No. 1967. A lot younger. A lot younger. <laughs> uh, 1967, uh, the private sex acts for over 21s was no longer classed as being a criminal act. So. Mm-hmm. Over 21, you were okay in private. Is it called the Private Sex Act? Yes. Yeah. Um, in 1972, it was the first Pride, and there were 2,000 attendees in London. Oh. Okay. Uh, 1988, old Maggie Thatcher, not friend to the LGBT community, uh, brought in Section 28, so she banned state schools promoting acceptability of homosexual relationships. Just, you know, 
I love the way you say relationships. Relationships. Mm. Uh, then 1994, so a little bit later, uh, the age of consent was lowered to 18. So from 67 to uh, 94, it was 21. Oh, then it was I thought you meant 18. the ages. No, but all the time I was at school, it was 18. <laughs> Sorry. Just so rude. Uh, 2001, it was lowered to being 16. Okay. So that's not that long ago, is it? 2001. It's not at all. Um, and then 2004, same sex. So in three years, they went from being allowed to be in a relationship sexually over 16, so in line with heterosexual. And then three years later, they were allowed to have civil partnerships. So same sex civil partnerships were allowed. And then 10 years later, uh, marriage of same sex couples were agreed. And then factoid of the day that I learned, uh, 2019, uh, trans people were declassified from being a mental health disorder wow Hmm. so not that long ago at all not that long ago at all and i i mean we'll talk about this i'm sure shortly but um how fortunate uh people are who are growing up now from the lgbtq plus community from how you know, horrific it has been. I mean, I don't think you can get away from that. And I think it changes. If you go right back into history, if you go back to Roman times, you know, there was a lot more freedom and- They were all at it. Except, well, I was trying to put it in a, like, you know. They were. It, they were Adrian, I, do love, I love the way that you're talking about Roman times as if you remember them. <laughs> he, he, is, he is actually that old. He is that old. <laughs> Well, you know, Adrian I is a Roman this one time. <laughs> a- a- Adrian is a Roman name, obviously, without the uh, H on the front of it. Just saying, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, isn't it funny how not funny, but during history, you know, things have gone from being acceptable, and then we have yeah. these, you know, things change, and people have weird ideas of what isn't isn't acceptable. So I think it's important to spell out those changes and how recent yeah. really some of those things are that we just now take for granted and what great thing that is that we've moved on for sure yeah. i think so just we should just say you're very rainbow you've got your rainbow pom-poms in the background rainbow though pom-poms. and your rain, rainbow yeah. post-it notes slash notelets whatever they are let's not yeah. make it any more People dull than it's already been um <laughs> so <laughs> without further ado sounds like i'm going to ask you to make a speech Shanice. But brief, briefly, you know, in a few sentences. Can you do the drum roll, please? <laughs> Would you like to? We we are delighted you've joined us. We genuinely are, and it's already been hilariously wonderful. Hilarious. <laughs> um, but would you like to just tell us a li- uh, tell our listeners a little bit about you and who you are? Okay, so a little bit about me. <laughs> um, I think. <laughs> feel like it's the 1990s again and you're sending me ASL in a chat room. So, um, uh, Google so, it. Uh, Google I, it if you're not sure what that means. <laughs> so I think the first thing that I need to clear up, I listened to your pod- podcast last week um, and as you have both worked in the financial industry, I think you know how important mis-selling is. And I feel like your listeners have been missold because you were saying how cool I am. And to be honest with you, I actually, I really don't think I'm that cool. To be and for those of you that are not watching on YouTube, Shanice is now looking at the camera with sunglasses on and a fan. Beyonce style. 
so, so cool. You are so cool. So, I, to us. I mean, yeah. <laughs> to, to oh, my very, man. very small circle of friends. Um, so, yeah, so I am Shanice. Um, I am a married transgender lady of an age that is rather significant this year, which is the big four O. I know, I know, you cannot believe it. I'll give you my skincare routine at some point in the future. Um, and <laughs> so I work in the financial industry as my day job, but I also have a, a social media account, which is, Zoe's gonna tell you my handle now. <laughs> It's very long. It's I just I just put in twirly curly and it comes up. <laughs> so I just follow it. I don't have to, I don't have to search it. <laughs> so my yeah, my social media handle is twirly curl underscore with underscore a underscore t. Hashtag should have thought that one through. Um, you put twirly curl in. It comes twirly up. curl. Yeah. Um, and basically, so my my social media account is obviously talking about my twirly curls, uh, which I started embracing 18 months ago, but I also run a weekly session, which I call Let's Talk Trans Plus. And it's just about basic education of the, the, sort of the trans community and, um, and the LGBT community within sort of as a whole, really. I just realized that the community I was in online sort of with a, uh, the curly community which is massive by the way it's like it's it is, isn't it? it's just it a is massive insane thing. massive having straight um, hair i feel a little left out of it well you are now part of a diversity group with straight hair if you come yeah. on my on my account <laughs> oh. minority we love um, that so, so yeah um and and for me i realized that i was talking a lot about curls and and actually there were loads of sort of the, these curly girls that clearly didn't have sort of a lot of diversity within the community so I started sort of drip feeding a little bit of information and it's like a tramp on chips they are loving the information and it's really really <laughs> sorry I should say that should I that's fine um, no, that's edit it out just edit it out no, no, like no. It. we don't edit <laughs> That's, that's, that's why we like this because there's no editing we keep it real oh, <laughs> oh now i know that no um so so yeah yeah, yeah we, we don't edit it to make it sound better because it's just what it is <laughs> so that's so, you've done an, and i yeah well we are delighted to have you and i um i mean you have done a fantastic job um not only in the curly community uh, and you've got a fantastic following that you've built from nothing and you've done a brilliant job of that but also we follow I mean a you're hilarious and I know we are you are hilariously funny. funny very funny and I think oh. that's what makes you stand out is that you have a very light approach to life um, and you have a very light but informative way and open honest way of talking about trans and educating people mm -hmm. and from the responses that you get from that uh, are fantastic and you can see that your followers are really you know learning engaged. and are engaged and grateful for you to to kind of share stuff with them so I because I we've had this discussion before about social media has you know has both good and bad parts to mm. it but um how, how have you what's it been like for you going on that journey of you know becoming a global superstar with <laughs> Well, now, all I can say is now I know how Beyonce feels. I mean, I know, <laughs> and and looks and looks, obviously, precisely. 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it was massively daunting for me because yeah, I, I, I mean, I started my social media account basically to document my curly hair wash days because I'm a massive product junk junkie. I've got so many products and you can, you can use lots of different products and different combinations and they can give really, really different results. So I started that sort of online account to document my wash days. And, you know, I sort of got to a thousand followers and I was thinking, well, maybe I can, you know, start helping people sort of understand. But it was really scary because all of a sudden I start sort of bearing my soul a little bit and telling people information that I didn't know whether or not they wanted to know. Yeah. So, and I've always been really, really, really sort of um, keen to, to not be um, an activist in the truest form because for, for me, you know, I, I would never ever tone police. I think it's really important that when people have been oppressed, they're able to, you know, express their feelings and, you know, and fight against that oppression and, you know, fight for rights in whatever way they want mm. to. And I don't think anybody should tone police anybody unless you're, you know, unless you're in it yourself. Um, but for me, that do not work for me because, as you said, Adrian, I, I have a very light you know, a light view on life. The only thing that isn't light at the moment is my weight, thanks lockdown. But I do really think, I do really think- you will be one of those. I'll be, in, I'll be in the middle of a really intense conversation. I'll just drop a little joke in. That's you know, why we love it, we up. love it. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and for me, I, I don't, I can't be angry a lot of the time because it just doesn't work for me. It's just not my personality. And, and I find that that impacts how I'm feeling. So I like to be happy. And, you know, so if I want to be happy, I can be. I just, that's how I, that's how I impact myself. So I never really wanted to, you know, bang my fists on the table and say, you must learn about my community because what I've seen, um, previously on on some social media accounts is when people do bang their fists and they do you know that that sort of it's not aggressive activism as activism but it you know it's a different it's forthright mm. that sometimes is faced with people saying yeah yeah people are like I don't want to know that's your agenda leave me alone whereas me I'm more of a like I'm just gonna leave this little magazine on the coffee table and if whilst you're dusting you pick it up and go ooh, and then before you know it you're an ally that's kind of my activism. So, <laughs> so and, and it seems to be working, you know, people are really enjoying it. Um, well, we, and, lo we love it. You know, we, yeah. Thanks. Also, because <laughs> like, I, I messaged you this week, some of the things that you say applying to trans and informing actually can be taken out of the trans and put into different yeah. contexts and actually yeah. are still relevant. So I think that's yeah. why it's so, it's so good. Yeah. I mean... Um, and it feels stupid, but, you know, saying to people, just be kind, like, mm. just be kind. You know, if you, if you see somebody and you think something is off, you know, don't call it out. Think about how it would make you make you feel if, mm. if somebody said something to you. And it sounds really basic, but sometimes just writing it down and reading it from somebody else can, can make you think, actually, am I doing this enough? Mm. You know, and I know we had a conversation, Zoe, about that and, you know, how a lot of my, my Let's Talk Trans posts, you could just lift it up and put it into yeah. any kind of, you know, diversity sort of, sort of area and, and it just applies. Yeah, you know? it's, it is. Yeah. I think um, I, I love that bit about being kind because unfortunately, 
I think lockdown has also created, you know, people spending more time on social media, more keyboard warriors saying what they think and judging people and saying really horrible things, which I just, you know, for me is really uncomfortable and we should absolutely push back on that stuff as much as we I'd can be brave. Yeah, I report um, accounts. Doing that. Yeah. Zoe, I, f- I do feel, however, that he's having a go at us for picking on him for what he's wearing <laughs> before we started. <laughs> well, it's because we made an effort. No, I'm feeling casual. <laughs> I'm feeling casual. You girls are looking amazingly glamorous. I'm feeling not. casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks. Um, can I honestly <laughs> offer a run after trying this? Trying to pull it. <laughs> Shush. So, I mean, I, I, I've always ad- admired you and what I admire oh. about you is... Um, your honesty and your ability to be so open about who you are and your journey and mm. not every I think we should say that not every trans person wants to do that mm. um, it's not comfortable and we shouldn't assume yeah. that everybody does yeah. but yeah. you have decided that that's that's the way you and you live your life that way and I think that's the inspiring bit for a lot of people is because oh. you will you're prepared to answer stuff and talk to people yeah. but how 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 has that been for you in being that way about you know who you are and being mm. very frank and open to mm. educate but also just be you mm. that, that's that's what kind of shouts out from all the stuff you do so it, it, there's a there's a couple of things really so the first thing that that sort of makes me like this is that i am basically just my mum <laughs> like my mum will <laughs> talk my mum will actively cross the road to find a stranger to talk to like honestly I, I, I swear on it my, my mum is so like assertively social <laughs> she like you know almost like aggressively friendly <laughs> like I've had that said by me as well actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> no? and okay. so, so so for me you know I am um, I, I love people. I love talking. My favourite subject is me. So, you know, it just... <laughs> I'm, I'm actually joking. Um, but, you know, I just love getting to know people and, and, and talking. So that kind of plays to my nature. And then the other thing that, that sort of I've always been really keen to do is to try and be the person that young me needed. So, yeah. you know, I... I so... I left school at 15. I didn't get any qualifications. Um, I wasn't entered into any exams. I was so badly bullied. If you have a button that plays sad music now, you can press play as well. Um, sorry. <laughs> there you go. Um, but, you know, so, so, so I did have a really, really tough start. And, you know, I transitioned socially when I was 17 in 1998, when everything was black and white in the olden days. And, and there was no internet. I know that's what's really weird. So but brave. It, it wasn't it, but it, but it was, and, and for me, it wasn't sort of. I had no exposure to to anybody that was even remotely like me, other than Lily Savage and Dame Edna Everidge. Now I do talk a little bit like Lily Savage when I'm drunk, but I couldn't see any of the similarities, and I didn't see anybody. I didn't see anybody that was like me, you know, in yeah. in the media, other than you know, the, the occasional headline story in the Sun newspaper where it was like Sergeant made a sex swap scandal. And, you know, and it was always really, really negative press. Mm. So I didn't know that people like me existed. 
so I didn't know that I could achieve things, you know. So I, I worked right. in I worked in gay nightclubs for a lot of my sort of late teens and early twenties. Um, and then when I started working for the banks that I work for now, I, you know, all of a sudden I was like celebrated for, for my diversity and, you know, and I, and I could achieve things not because I was transgender, but regardless of it. Yeah. And that was just so, and so empowering. And all of a sudden I was like, if, if one person that is young, that thinks they can't achieve anything right now, sees me and realize that they can then for me that's like life goals so you know and that's why so that's why I'm so open and so you know so vocal about it because you know part part of the problem that the trans community faces well the edge of LGBT community but but any diversity you know any minority group part of the the issue that they face is that when people don't know they're afraid to ask yeah, and when they're right, afraid yeah. to ask they don't start a conversation and that sometimes feels like prejudice yeah. when somebody doesn't talk to you because they're afraid of, of getting things wrong. Mm. That yeah. can feel like prejudice. And it's not always, it's fear. Mm. So, so I'm kind of like here with my big Nerf gun blasting down the fear by saying, ask me questions, I'm not going to hit you. And I yeah. think if you go back to your point, which I think you made really well, was around, um, you know, people who are assertive about um LGBTQ plus kind of rights and mm. they assert themselves on people and it doesn't always have a positive connotation. I think that does make people mm. fearful because if they say the wrong thing or do the wrong yeah. thing, then actually are they going to get their head bitten yeah. off or, or are they going to get into a conversation that they really yeah. don't want to? Whereas I think- and yours... we've, we've actually had that, haven't we? So we've had it when, um, when we were first started recording, we were having conversations about different things and I said something and Adrian went or oh, uh, and we had to stop and he went I'm not sure you can say that I'm not sure you can say that and it and so it's like oh okay so now so then it does make you nervous because then you think oh, I don't want to offend last thing I want to do is offend anybody yeah. like for me yeah. that's like the worst thing but yeah. I think that's 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 me because I think I've been conditioned I've worked in a corporate environment for a very very long time and at quite senior level where you are you know you have to watch everything that comes out of your mouth most of the time I wasn't always very good at that but when you're yeah. in that environment you don't do this and you Isn't say this and you don't say that Yes, it is bullshit. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Because is isn't that BS? And that, and you know, what, for, for me, that is what is wrong with big organisations. The, the higher up the get you get, the, the more afraid you are to make mistakes. You know, I went to a very, very senior, very, very se senior meeting where I was asked to go and be myself, which is always dangerous. <laughs> um, Fabulous. And I basically, I just called the whole room out. I just, I just I just call, called the whole room out and I said, look, if you you have got to own up to these things that you do and 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 the problem that and that is the problem, you know, people get get sort of so senior that they're like, well, actually, if I do make a mistake, it could look really, really badly on me. Mm. Yeah. So then, so then so then they just don't say anything. Mm. And actually, you know, for me, it's important to just to just be, you know it's all about intent you know if you want to offend me then you will if you don't you can pretty much say anything yeah. you know and yeah. if you go into if you go into every conversation saying i don't know much about this and i'm a size seven foot and a size six mouth so it might come out <laughs> wrong 
but I, but I, but you know, but I want to have a conversation about it. Hell, yeah, and yeah. um, you know, I think, I think the, the bit that I was, I think we lost a bit of signal at some point. Um, so the point you, that you froze like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's my best. It's my best look. Uh, <laughs> Uh, is that you know Zoe was right to challenge and to do it she was absolutely being honest and she was doing as she you know but it was me kind of going ah because of the way I've been conditioned I hope I'm learning to be you know freer about that and not worry so much about who's listening or shake it out shake it out (laughs) um but yeah I think uh so could we uh, talk about um like young people and the education mm. of and creating the right environment um because i think you know i i've got two teenage daughters who are grown up and i i'm proud of the fact that they are very understanding accepting of people and some of that is of course because of who i am and you know mm. we've 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 taught them to respect other people regardless of difference and i i hope that that's created a really positive environment for mm. them always um, but that's not always the case. And, you know, parents might not be creating an environment for their children to be mm. who they want to be is the first mm. thing. And how do we teach our kids to be better at just accepting difference? So I think it's really, really, really important to highlight that, you know, just because yourself and 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 me, Adrian, just because we're part of this LGBT community doesn't necessarily know, mean that we are experts or, yeah. you know, or parenting experts, mm. you know, and, uh, and you know, I, I'll just sort of reference, sorry, I'm jumping a little bit, but I just want to reference. Jump. No, fact, jump, it's fine. I just, want, <laughs> I just want to reference the fact that, you know, when we were talking about coming, me coming on to this, um, I was going to say show, I feel like I'm oh, on yes, Good Morning Britain. Oh, yes, got it, show. Got it, show. Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. Next when up. I got a message like from to... your PA. <laughs> 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 um, but when I when we said we were going to come on and, you know, it was great timing because of LGBT History Month, I specifically said, yeah, but but I don't, I don't want to be the one to come on and talk about LGBT History Month because I don't want, you know, it's really important that it's not always the the job of the minority group to educate the people that are not in that minority yeah. group. I think, um, so it's really important for us as parents and you know and educators of young people to not feel like we need to know everything inside out just because we're part of the community doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that we're going to be experts in Great. educating children especially you know because the language that needs to sort of you know you need to change the language and think about the language that you're using and for me what has been really instrumental in in sort of my conversation with with my stepson is the book um the everybody book um and and for me you know having a conversation off the back of what's in that book has been has been much easier you know the book talks about gender, sexuality, bodies, you know, um, the reproductive system, what happens during puberty, um, different sort of different parts of the LGBTQIA plus um, community. Ideal, isn't it? It really, really is. But what was really interesting whilst I was reading the book to him and, you know, and and you're sort of talking to an eight year old and talking about erections and, you know, and, and penises, he was totally unfazed and I'm like and then the sperm comes out the urethra <laughs> and he's like why is that funny and, I'm, and you know and, and, and I'm like, you're like I don't know it isn't funny, it isn't funny. And 
I'm I'm walking around like calling it the Womble because like for me it's like no no. Oh, good old Toby Mori. <laughs> the names that people give their bits and bobs though, isn't it? Mm. Um, I certainly I, think I certainly sounds... don't use Toby Mori as a. Do you not? No. Uh, generally not, no. Pee Wee Herman. Anyway, so <laughs> there's more about the fact that when we were brought up, when we were brought up, though, you couldn't, you were encouraged not to refer yeah. to, you know, yeah. private bits. You, you, you called you know, them like, um, servants. well, uh, yeah, and and things that don't resemble what they actually are. So no. that's our our issue, isn't it? That that's the yeah, way we've been is. brought so up. How did you, how did you deal with that? So, well, just be matter of fact, you know, and, and talk to him. And and the book, the reason the book's so good, I feel like I should be on commission from this book, honestly, <laughs> like seriously. Um, but the reason it's so good is, you know, it gives you the opportunity to have a frank and open conversation. And, you know, and it talks, it tackles subjects like sex in the media and porn and keeping your own body safe and safe sex. And, you know, and this, these conversations, like, are conversations that I would never have think, thought about having with an eight-year-old no. now. But actually, why not? Because, mm. because actually, you know, he, he now has an iPad, you know, and obviously we've got parental controls on there, but, but there's, that's nothing not to say that at some point he might be faced with the decision. Mm. And the, the earlier he learns about it, you know, the better. Yeah, the better. I think that, yeah. that bit that you just said about safety, it, you know, it worries me to death about mm -hmm. social media and, mm -hmm. um, you know, how people can have access to your children through, to, whilst technology, you know, is advanced and is amazing in so many ways. It also, you know, enables people to get to children in a very different way that, so if you're making them aware of what is right and wrong at a very early age, yeah. that, that can only be a positive thing, yeah. can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so how did that conversation go with him? really really well I mean he's so he's so emotionally intelligent and sweet um that we sort of had a conversation um and then sort of he just looked at me for a long time and I and you know my anxiety levels are going up and I'm thinking oh my god he's trying to work out like what to do and then he just smiled at me and put his arms around me and we just watched a film with him cuddling me mm. and he made a real he made a real conscious effort the day that we had the conversation to show me it hadn't changed his feelings about me. Like he was yeah. really, really sort of consciously being tactile and, you know, kept saying, I love you, I love you, you know, and Aww. and what's been and what's been so brilliant about yeah. that, I know, right? I know. What's been so sweet about the book is we've been able to he's been able to then use the book to ask me questions without directly asking me them. So yeah, there was in one part of the book there's a um a man and a woman and they're both pregnant and so Reuben said oh well clearly that must be a trans man and I said yes clearly because obviously they've got a womb uh, and he said yeah they might have children um and they might decide not to tell their child straight away that their dad is transgender might they and I said that's right and I said and it might be because they want to wait until you know they're old enough to understand and he was basically saying to me, why have you waited this long? And I gave him an answer. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it, and it, I mean, Kids, it's been it's clever. Kids are so smart, right? We, we yeah. you know, we, if we think about what we said about us when we were younger and how our parents talked to us, yeah. stuff, you know, they are so aware because they are surrounded by much more information, both, you know, on the news and on the yeah. internet and whatever yeah. than we ever were. But yeah. that means they have much more, 
awareness about what's going on. Therefore, they deal with things probably yeah. easier because they've seen it go, oh, yeah, I, I read that or I saw that. And it's kind I of... Also think society is more open isn't it so you might have two mums in the playground and you might have two dads Precisely. in the playground they're, they're, it's more visible whereas when I was at school you mm. I know that my um it's in the year six um my teacher was a gay man and his partner was a bowl used to play bowls on telly and so we were allowed to have the telly on when his partner was playing and so that's why it's for me it's always been a mum's story that's yeah that's his his mm. partner um but that was you know that's quite a long time ago but mm. it wasn't a disgust about thing it was just mm. uh that's I, just what it yeah. but i would say that when my girls were growing up being a parent and clearly lots of the parents knew that i was a gay father obviously uh, Obviously, thank you. Uh, that's what taking a pony into the playground will do for you. Ooh, <laughs> but I, I was quite often, uh, people wouldn't engage with me. And even parents' evening, the conversation wasn't always directed at me. And I was yeah. very conscious of that. And whether, you know, some of that would have been how I felt about those situations. Mm. But it was also not that long ago mm. that I definitely felt that kind of, feeling that people weren't engaging with me because they knew yeah, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. what would they say and how would that be um yeah. so and I still think those things happen you know we can't we can't shy away from the fact that life is still not perfect and mm. situations still arise uh, in this country that is more accepting than anywhere where people are made to feel that they don't fit in and they're not welcome yeah. by words things that are said stuff that's put on the internet so you know we mustn't glorify ourselves and go aren't we clever because we've still got lots to yeah. do before yeah, we yeah. but but us educating and helping and being open with people yeah. from the community yeah. is yeah. is so important yeah but you know I think and and I think something that I don't know if I've said it before but I do repeat myself quite a lot my husband <laughs> says that already um but you know I think it's really important especially if there are young people listening to this it's really important for them to know that just because you're part of a community you don't necessarily need to be an educator no. you know yeah. it, it, it it's 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 you so feel strongly about that don't you I know what you discussed I really do yeah today. I really do because because it's being part of the LGBT community can be overwhelming in itself you know and especially being part of the trans community you know and I'm sorry to be a Debbie Downer but <laughs> but we are still facing we're still facing oppression now you know the government at the moment are talking about passing um, a, a bathroom law that, you know, means that people will be able to challenge people in, in the bathroom if they think that they're not the, the, the gender that, that should be in that bathroom. And, you know, that is today really? in 2021. But to yeah. allow that to happen or to stop that happening? To allow that to happen. They're currently discussing whether or not that should be brought in. Mm. And... And that's just today. Crazy. So that in itself is overwhelming. And what I and what I don't want, what it's really important for young people to understand is that you that in itself is enough. You know, so mm. so if you just want to be part of the LGBT, if you are just part of the LGBT community and that's all you want to be, you don't want to be someone that fights for the rights of the other people in that community, then that's perfectly yes, okay. Yes, I totally I absolutely agree okay. with that. I agree with that. And I think um, because that can create a whole load of pressure and you know when you're that age and trying to find out who you are and 
you know what your feelings are anyway when you're young is tough enough isn't it for sure yeah yeah well you were saying that you left school and that you were bullied at school Mm. and then look where you've come now you know yeah a little crown Uh, for those (laughs) of you that are not watching on youtube (laughs) yeah but that is but it's that is a massive yeah, it you is, know, it is. turnaround. Yeah. And I know Zoe and I, we've talked openly with each other, both have faced, you know, bullying ourselves mm. in our time. And I, I, it probably feels like that's a, a big conversation that we mm. want to have at some point, but it's, mm. it never, those things never leave you. You know, even yeah. if you become stronger and more comfortable with who you are mm. and you have a good life and it's happy and those things never go away. The harm that is done when you're a young age can be, you know, they, they're deep seated, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really are. And, you know, and I think it's really interesting because I always sort of kind of inadvertently thank my bullies for making me as strong as I am today. I'm like, you know, the, the jokes on you. But then when I go back to my hometown, I still won't, I still won't walk past a row of shops on my own because mm. I still have that anxiety because yeah. that's where mm. I used to face the most sort of bullying. And so, so you know, so they never leave you. They don't ever no. leave you. No, um, they don't for sure. But like you said, it's made you stronger. It sure has. I am, yeah, I'm probably Kick too ass. strong. I'm probably <laughs> too strong. So... <laughs> Can we um, now? We haven't asked you to do this, and I'm 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 putting you on the spot. You want me to sing a song, don't you? Okay. No. I'm well, <laughs> well, as much as I'd love you to, no. Uh, <laughs> but we we usually do a typically topical top tip, which um. I feel Zoe probably is the time to do that now. Yeah, do that. Ooh. So I'm wondering whether. Oh, I was going to start dancing. Sorry. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so could we have a? Um, a curly one or have you got another typically topical top tip that is you know only from this mega star that is Shanice that she would share with us on this show I think she needs a shades and a blower on there yeah she needs <laughs> you need the Beyonce look just do the jingle I'll put the jingle in typically topical top tips typically topical top tips <laughs> I thought it was coming. I thought it was coming. Oh, I'll oh no, we put that, no, we put that in afterwards. I'll stick it in. <laughs> so the actress to the bishop. <laughs> so uh, my typically, can I do two? Can I do? You can have as many yeah. typically topical top tips as you want. Right. I'm really glad that you said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you not watching on YouTube, Shanice pulls out a long list of things. <laughs> So typically topical top tip number one for curly hair, and that is um, uh, read the read your ingredients, know your ingredients. So because you can do all of the different amazing techniques, you can do all of the, you know, cut out heat, you can, you know, stop using towels and, and use microfiber towels, all of which are brilliant. But if you're still using damaging ingredients in your in your curly hair routine yeah you know it's yeah it's really pointless and my typically topical top tip for a uh, happier healthier you um is is um be the best version of 
you that you can physically be because liking yourself and loving yourself is the strongest armor you can ever have so nobody can touch me mm. because I know that I'm and this isn't me blowing my own trumpet or you know I am a very 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 good person I'm a nice person I have a kind soul I'm helpful you know I'm I'm awesome so it doesn't matter what else you call me I know that so it just bounces off me and if you it's really really easy to fall into habits that make you not like yourself but just be consciously a good person because then you start loving yourself and then you can stick the proverbial two fingers up to anything. Well, there. (laughs) I nearly felt a song coming on then. I I thought we could put that into... (laughs) So you knew what to do. I mean, I don't think you could have put anything better. And and a lot of the conversations that we have for people that haven't listened to us before is that we we want to be good and we want to talk about doing good things and some of that is about laughter some of it's about educating some of it's about talking about difficult things offering advice help so whilst it started as a chat we want to spread that kind of positivity in these like times that are incredibly difficult for lots of people mm-hmm. but we want that to be an ongoing thing and you talked about it earlier about being kind but Thank you for saying that because that underlying bit about be kind to yourself and love yourself has to be number one for you to be able to do it for other people, right? And just to sort of give you a bit of insight into your podcast and, um, you know, the good that it does, listening to podcast makes me forget that I'm cleaning every week. So you (laughs) are doing good. Because I listen to your podcast every week when I'm cleaning my bathroom, which, you know... We are very... We are very popular with household chores, cleaners. Mm, oh, yeah. 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 And it helps, you know, I, it passes the time. And before I know it, <laughs> poof, the bathroom's cleaned and I've basically been <laughs> snorting like a pig every time Zoe brings up poo and you go, I no, know. don't, Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> I know, very predictable. So we'll remember that when we're, when we're recording for you next time, we'll be referring to, I wonder what Shanice is buffing right as we speak. <laughs> Shiny taps, shiny taps. <laughs> oh, I love a shiny tap, don't you? I love a shiny tap. I love it. Something very satisfying about a shiny tap. There is very much so. Okay, so can we have a couple of quick fire questions from you before we Ooh. we could talk to you like for the next six hours? But we're very conscious that your beautiful husband is probably cooking you up something amazing. Still outside the door, she just not he, let him in. <laughs> he's an amazing cook, isn't he? Your husband. He's an amazing cook. Oh my god! Like literally, you have no idea he he cooks like a professional chef just for his hobby we have got a bookshelf with probably about 150 cookbooks wow Wow. yeah i know and he cooks from all of them is he adventurous and he'll try new stuff and oh he's amazing honestly like I mean, he's amazing in lots of other areas. Um, also, I might, play, I might play this Tim, so I'm getting brownie points as we speak. But, <laughs> my kid and is basically outside the door with his ears. Good. No. <laughs> um, I mean, he's an he is an amazing husband, but he's an, an incredible cook. Like mm. we have, we have some really, really impressive stuff. What's your you... favourite dish that he cooks? So he cooks this really cool butter bean. Reg- with butter beans tomatoes pickled mushrooms and onions and then we have a burrata on the top and you basically open yeah and then it's like a very uh, like a very soft mozzarella is that right it's like a cheese in a sack (laughs) 
I mean, everything. I mean, it sounded better. nice until the sack bit. <laughs> everything's everything's better when it comes in a sack. <laughs> so, um, so um, I'm trying to bring it back on. on track. Back on track. And what have you been watching during lockdown? Is, is are you a TV watcher, oh, or a film watcher? Yeah. What so has been all some of, of your favourites? All of it. All of it. We I watch it all. Um, more TV though. More more series. Um, so. We have been watching, um, isn't it so funny when so people ask no, us? You go, uh, oh, what have so The Sinner. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's a Sin. Oh, we oh. are in love with It's a Sin. We literally we love it. it. Well, typical, topical, interesting fact, that doesn't work. So the character Jill is ba- based on a real person called yes. Jill Nelda. I stalked her on Instagram, sent her a message saying... <laughs> Just so you know, I don't know you, but I love you. We want to be you. (laughs) I think you're an amazing human being. And I just want you to know that I'm grateful from my whole community. And she messaged me back. Did she? A real Jill. But did you know, the real Jill also played Jill's mum in the TV show. Oh my God, she did now. You've said that. Yeah. We love it. Davis was on telly yesterday and he said it. I was like... (gasps) But it's Jill. I just love that character. Mm. Although, for my liking, sorry, listeners, she don't get enough of any. No, I know. I would just say that we love a bit of celebrity, don't we? So, I'm so easily. Well, go on, do do so, your do your. It's a sin drop. Go on, because you know you're bad gagging too. Oh, I've, I've Ollie. Yeah, Ollie, who plays Richie. I met at a Stonewall event, and I had a picture with him and a little drink and a lovely chat. And he was the most adorable person. Oh, and I cannot believe you haven't seen that photo because I bring it out like every three months. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I know him. I love a bit of celebrity. I do anything to meet. Celebrity. Well, so on the subject of celebrities, <laughs> here I... we go. You're going to trump me now, aren't you? Oh, I mean, I used to be a drag queen, so I've met all sorts of like C and below this celebrity. Gina G, oh, uh, just a oh. little bit. Oh, cool. one, one of the cheeky girls tried coming on to my partner at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Put air in her place. Yeah, I was like, mm, you are a cheeky girl. Uh, oh, like Lisa from Steps. You know, oh, I've, I've, I've met Scott yeah. Lee. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Where, were you, where were you performing? In in Hull, that's where I used to live. Yeah, do you want to know what my drag name was? Oh, yeah, go on, do it. Isabella was a fella. For <laughs> 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 oh, my most recent claim to fame, it's not really a claim to fame, but it's hilarious, and it's just so typically me. So I I tend to do on my Kelly Air account. I do parody songs. So yeah, um, and one of my most recent ones was this curl is on fire so it's about talking about my hair over the course of four days and it says these curls are on fire these curls are much drier but it's in the tune of this girl is on fire by alicia keys so i only messaged alicia keys (laughs) and told her that she needed to duet it with me (laughs) she answered no did she yell well not yet not yet. It could. Re- it could happen. It could happen. So, so watch this space. Uh, Just waiting for Alicia's keys to call. Well, frankly, after Beyonce sees your Beyonce moment on this in, on YouTube, who Come knows? On. Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> frankly. Oh, uh, 
Shanice, it's been amazing to have you here. We've loved it and we laughed from the moment we started, haven't we, until now. And some really good messages in there. And I think it's fair to say we think you're a really good... We love you. Oh, I love you back. We're big big fans of yours and um, we love watching all your funny moments. (laughs) Big fans. Big fans. We're bigger than that fan. <laughs> uh, but what always comes across is your huge personality and you're just brilliant. So thank you for joining Aww. us. We've thoroughly thank enjoyed you. it. And we look forward to being with you when you're buffing your taps. <laughs> <laughs> buff more, buff more. Let's buff harder. <laughs> uh, Thanks, Janice. And so, thank you. It's always a pleasure. I always say it's the highlight of my week to see you, and it is. So, um, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.